Welcome to Truth Unbound, and I'm Walter Swaim, and I'm glad we're together on this episode today. You know, we have all experienced times of deep despair and depression in our lives. It could be due to the death of a loved one, maybe an unexpected serious or terminal illness, the breakup of a marriage or other family relationship, or natural disasters and the suffering they can cause. All of this can break us down emotionally and spiritually and put us to the brink of suicide. And some have actually gone ahead and committed suicide in the end. Well, one thing has been discovered to counteract that or to bring us back from the edge. Now, it's not something that's taught or discovered by a church or a Christian university or a Bible teacher in this instance. In fact, it was something that secular researchers of several institutions together discovered. It was peer-reviewed and published. Yet it's something that has been around for a very long time, and for many, it's right down the street from their house, and it's free. So what is this remedy for the deaths of despair? Well, we're going to find that out. And this is what we do at Truth Unbound. We, we take what is happening in the society, uh, in the church, uh, and questions and doubts about God and the Bible and the faith that come up, and we go to God's Word for the answers. So then let's do that in this instance once again, and let's do that right now. I want to thank you for your patience as this podcast will be a little more brief than others. And we were hit with a bunch of technical difficulties day after day. And then I was also sick for several days with some type of virus. Uh, and uh, it just made it difficult and we're put behind. But we're here now. And if you're enjoying Truth Unbound and you want others to learn how God and His truth relates to the and gives us answers and relates to today's issues and difficulties, then would you click on like or on follow, subscribe, and then share the link to this podcast to everyone you can on maybe your Facebook page or Instagram page or Twitter or whatever else. And uh, that would help get the word out. Well, let's go ahead and jump right into the podcast today in the theme of today's podcast, and let's do it now. Okay, so this study just came out. It's garnered a lot of attention. That's why we bring it up today. Here is the shocking conclusions they bring to our attention, and I quote, Over the past two decades, the death rate from drug poisonings in the United States has tripled. The suicide rate has increased by 30%, as have rates of alcoholic liver disease. For middle-aged white Americans, increases in deaths from these causes have been so dramatic that at the turn of the century, all-cause mort mortality rates began to rise, reversing decades of decline. Now, this rise in mortality has been called one of the most important economic and demographic issues of our time. In searching for explanations, re researchers have acknowledged the potentially important role of social or cultural phenomena, but assessing these factors has proven difficult. The majority of work on deaths of despair considers the years after 1999. However, for middle-aged white Americans, deaths of despair began to break from trend earlier at the start of the 1990s. This break suggests a potential explanatory role for religious practice for several reasons. First, starting in the late 1980s, 
many measures of religious adherence in the U.S. began a sharp downturn. This decline has been noted by researchers studying religion, but its proximity to the initial rise of deaths of despair has largely gone unnoticed. Second, religiosity is well known to be strongly correlated with health outcomes. And third, this religious decline was extremely large and widespread, so that it may have had quantifiable effects on mortality rates. We also show that there is a strong negative relationship across states between religiosity and mortality due to deaths of despair. We further find that states that experienced larger declines in religious participation in the last 15 years of the century saw larger increases in deaths of despair. Both the decline in religiosity and the rise in deaths of despair were driven by the same group of individuals in the same places. We find the decline in religious adherence is not specifically driven by men or by women. It is similar, perhaps slightly larger, for rural relative to urban residents, and it is not initially observed for non-white Americans. These patterns indicate that religiosity could be an important factor in the rise of deaths from suicides, poisonings, and liver disease. Applying these results to the decline in religion at the end of the century suggest that this decline could be responsible for a reasonably large share of the initial rise in deaths of despair. Now, what I just read to you just came out in this last week and went public online. Now, this confirms, though, a Harvard article in 2020, which said, quote, regularly attending religious services associated with lower risk of deaths of despair, Chan School study says. People who attended religious services at least once a week were significantly less likely to die from deaths of despair, including deaths related to suicide, drug overdose, and alcohol poisoning, according to new research led by Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health. The study showed that the association between service attendance and lower risk of deaths from despair was somewhat, somewhat stronger for women than for men. Then they continue on, and I quote, Religion may be a social determinant of health, and previous research has shown that attending religious services may be associated with a lower risk of various factors related to despair, including heavy drinking, substance misuse, and suicidality. The study authors noted that religious participation may serve as an important antidote to despair and an asset for sustaining a sense of hope and meaning. They also wrote that religion may be associated with strengthened psychosocial resilience by fostering a sense of peace and positive outlook and promoting social connectedness. Hmm, who would have thought, no? That the decline of engagement with religion, and by that it would mean mainly Christianity, would have a negative and devastating effect on the culture. Interesting, huh? Jesus said this in John 13, 35. By this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Then under inspiration of God the Holy Spirit, Paul wrote this in Romans chapter 12, verses 10 through 18. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love, in honor giving preference to one another, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, 
patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer, distributing to the needs of the saints, given to hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. And so from these and many other verses in the Bible, particularly the New Testament, what this tells us is that there are three basic reasons why being engaged with a biblical local church family can prevent and heal the deaths of despair we can feel at times in our lives. Number one, the local church gives us unconditional acceptance in Christ and with each other. Number two, the local church gives us eternal hope due to Christ and the saving gospel. Number three, the local church gives us a purpose to fulfill by sharing the gospel and making disciples of Jesus. You see, the study shouldn't be criticized, but welcomed, because it further confirms again what God has assured us of since the beginning, that when a community of faith is worshiping Christ, obedient to him, and healthy together, life transformation that only comes from God will happen. So I encourage you to find a local church that teaches the Bible correctly and receives and loves everyone like Jesus, and you'll find a home and a family there. And your despair will not overtake your mind and heart or your body. But it means not just attending, but engaging regularly with a local biblically-based church. Because if you notice in the study, it said the positive effect, positive effect is only if they attend a church service at least once a week, not just periodically or for Christmas or Easter, but regularly committed to it. You see, God established his church clearly for this and amongst many other reasons, and we need that godly community to live life fully and to live the life that he gives us alone in him. Let me close with this. In John chapter 14, verse 27, Jesus said, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Well, my friend, I hope this brief uh, analysis of these findings by these researchers will help to remind you of how important and crucial the local church is for the life of the believer and to help the believer help those who don't know Jesus yet and they are in, that are in despair especially. Well, don't forget to hit like, follow, subscribe, and also to share this with this podcast with everyone you can. And remember always to follow Jesus because when you follow Jesus, you'll always follow the truth. Until next time.